Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. to episode 34 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. (laughs) Hey, Mr. N. This episode's all about snakes. (laughs) Any particular, we're talking trouser snakes? (laughs) Well, funny enough, I've got a friend who's a zookeeper. Have you? He has trouble with his snakes breeding. Right. They've got reptile dysfunction. (laughs) (laughs) we're starting as we mean to go on so why are we talking about snakes mr n well i'm gonna let the snake out the bag (laughs) so so to speak (laughs) we're off on another road trip we've been out and about we're off to the purple mamba club we are in, and, it's in Nottingham. I know, right right by Trent Bridge in a very, very nice part of Nottingham. And I want to know why it's called the Purple Mamba. You see, I'm just wondering whether that's just a big spelling mistake. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's, that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's definitely, yes, that, that's got to be one of our questions. Definitely. We're going to meet the lovely Chris Namanda. Yes, we are. And find out how you become the owner's... Of a swinging club. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It is. <laughs> now, we actually visited Purple Mamba, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago? Yes, we went to one of their events called Curvaceous Creatures. Yes, we did. With the sexy squirrels. Yeah, and they are incredibly sexy. <laughs> and, and they're wonderful, a wonderful couple. And they come to our Vanilla to Vixen event. They do. They always support us. So we returned the favour yeah, yeah. and went on one of their... Uh, evenings and uh, we ended up having quite some fun didn't we Mr N? We explored the upstairs of of the club. Yes (laughs) we did and I'm not going to go into too much detail because I think we'll talk about that with the owners um, a little bit later on about how the the club set out and Hmm. what it looks like Um, but yeah we we disappeared off upstairs didn't we with Hmm. another couple Hmm. um, which we've met many a time Yes, um, we'll try and get them on the show one day. We are trying to get them on the show. What it actually goes as far to say is they're really good friends of ours and we love yeah. them to bits. Um, and yeah, we went to have a nose, didn't we? We just went to be really nosy to see what was happening upstairs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, it, it was really interesting. It was really interesting. <laughs> and it got a bit naughty with me. So as we were kind of exploring the rooms upstairs, mm. we found one called the Gangbang Room. Mm. So we went in and had a quick look. And there was a film on the ceiling. There was. 
big projector, so it's like a, it's almost like a cinema kind of thing, like a naughty cinema, which is really sexy. Yeah, it, it wasn't a Disney film, was it? <laughs> I've never seen Bambi doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. It was. So we thought, oh, you know, let's have a look at this this big gangbang bed, and, and but then you became even more curious, and you kind of disappeared off. We did. So, um, yes, myself and Mr. Saucy, yes. as he is known, decided to have a look in uh, the other room, which housed, it housed some of the, um, the kink equipment, yes. shall we say. Yeah, which left me with... Which left you with... With, 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 with the lovely bus state. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, while myself and Mr. Saucy were kind of... Examining the examining the, the equipment, the equipment, which of course we're getting into because yes, we've now got a kink and fetish department on our online store. We have vanilla to vixen.co.uk. Got to get that in there. Definitely. This week we've got a brand new kink and fetish department. Uh, and the reason we kind of put that on there is because we managed to have a little bit of a play ourselves, didn't we? I know, I know. We've, we've been trying out some of the equipment we and have. we've tried out a pinwheel. Yeah. Which looks and sounds horrendous. <laughs> but if you go onto our uh, Twitter, which is Naughty Couple, which is N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-O-U-P-1-E. If you go onto Naughty Couple on Twitter, you will see Mrs. N completely naked and I'm running the pinwheel over her boobs. Mm. <laughs> it was delicious. What's it feel like? Amazing. It's like little kind of like electricity. It is, yeah. Going all over it, your it, Honestly, it sends your senses into over overdrive it was yeah you had, you had a huge orgasm I had a massive orgasm <laughs> i did anyway yes going back to purple mamba yes so while myself and mr saucy were sort of checking out some of the equipment while you were touring mm, upstairs um, we found one particular item which we thought would be quite nice to use mm-hmm. um and i suppose in a way it was a type of flogger Right. But it actually had chains on it instead of the leather strips. Okay. Um, So we hastily ran back to the gangbang room Mm. uh, and walked into what I can only describe as a scene from some... (laughs) I'm not even sure I can describe it. Mr. N. But, and we, they are good friends. So we, we kind of talked about consent and everything else before with you to make sure everybody was all right. Yes, we did. I got trousers around my ankles <laughs> and, and I was having a blowjob. You were. It was really horny. It, it was incredibly horny because that is the first time I've ever walked into a room uh, and seen you playing. Is it? With a... With a, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never left a room and no. come back to find you playing. I've normally okay. always been there at the time. Yes. So this is the first time that I kind of left you in the room when and we were just, just chatting. Came back. Came back and you were doing more than chatting. Trousers around my ankles. Yeah. And what, which, it, what was it like for it, you? Incredibly horny. <laughs> um, to the point where it was like, hang on a minute. Yeah, I was going to say you didn't last long in that position because then you would next to me doing the same thing yes so i said to mr saucy you know i'm not feeling left out mate get on that bed (laughs) and that's what we did i know and it was just yeah it was it was fab it was one of the best evenings it it was just a brilliant brilliant evening i mean if you ever get the opportunity to go to one of the curvaceous creatures um events 
they are just worth it. It was a fabulous evening. And they've been on our show. So if you can listen a few weeks ago, um, they were on our show. They so, were so on our show. And we're looking to get them back on the show, aren't we? Mm. So mm. The um, Sexy Squirrels. Yes. So listen out for that episode. Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that was our, uh, our little trip to Purple Mamba. But this week, listeners, we thought we're going to bring you along with us. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to go and explore and find out how the Purple Mamba became the Purple Mamba. Yeah. Before we start the Swingmobile, Mr. N, yes. we just need to make a very important announcement. Oh. So um, the next Vanilla to Vixen event... Hollywood Night. Hollywood Night is next weekend on Saturday the 11th of March. The Oscars weekend. And I've been buying. You have been buying. <laughs> You've been buying more, haven't you? I know. I decided, because we, we talked about a few weeks ago, we've got the Vanilla to Vixen Oscar and we've hired a photographer uh, just for the people that want t- their photo taken. He's not going to be wandering around the club just photographing <laughs> everybody. That would be ridiculous. No, so we're going to have a, a proper set scene that you can uh, have your photograph taken. So you'll look like you're on the red carpet. Mm. So at, at the Oscars. At the Oscars. Yes. <laughs> we hope. We- <laughs> I've not unpacked the backdrop yet and seen it, so we hope. But we've got yeah, so we've got we've got a professional photographer, we've got a backdrop, and couples who want to can have their photograph taken. And obviously the photographs will just be theirs, they won't be shared anywhere or no, anything like that. Exactly. We, we we totally respect discretion at all times yes definitely however um there's not very many places left on the guest no. list obviously everybody that knows and everybody who came to vanilla to vixen last time uh it was a bit mental it was like a rage against the machine concert <laughs> mosh pit <laughs> it was i mean we were, we were so overwhelmed that absolutely everybody turned up yes we just weren't expecting it it was because when obviously you have a guest list Obviously, inevitably, couples drop out. Yeah. So you can afford to oversubscribe a little bit. Yes. And also as well, I got carried away and just went, yeah, yeah, just come and just come along. I'll add your name. (laughs) And yeah, so this time, obviously, as harsh as it is, we're going to have to restrict numbers. Yes. But we have got some spaces left. So if you contact us as soon as possible, if you're a couple or a single lady who would like to come along to Vanilla to Vixen Hollywood Night on Saturday the 11th of March, we've got some spaces. We have. So um, how can they contact us, Mr. N? You can contact us by emailing us at NaughtyCouple, which is N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1 at yahoo.com. Or you can contact us on Fab Swingers, which we are Naughty Couple, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. And just simply say you want to come along and we will add you to the guest list after a brief chat just to explain all about it. Yeah, perfect. Right then, have you got the keys to the swingmobile? Are we ready to go? We are. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> Let's do it. Here we are at the Purple Mamba Club, Trent Bridge. <laughs> you've, you've got your um, your sex club voice on. I know, that's, that's because I'm in a swingers club. I know you are. 
It's great. It is. I love this place. We love this place. <laughs> and we're joined today, we're very, very excited. You can hear the excitement in my voice. We're joined by Chris and Ama- Amanda, the Hello. owners. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello, lovelies. How are you? We're good, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting us to come and do this. You are very, very welcome. It's lovely having you here, actually. Well, well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> It's taken 34 episodes to get you on. I know, I know. <laughs> Very elusive. <laughs> so we thought we could sort of initially start by saying, I mean, this is such a beautiful club. It is. The, the it decorations. Is stunning. Absolutely stunning. The, Thank the, you. <laughs> the decorations are just beautiful. Everywhere you look, there's just lighting and and sort of like a pineapple table. I mean, the, the decorations got such like little intricate bits in them it's brilliant it's just but it's not just that either the the atmosphere you create in this club is just the best i feel very at home here mm. I feel very relaxed it's just it's such a lovely place to be we did try to make that kind of thing but um we will we'll refrain from the incest jokes it's that whole kind of <laughs> family type atmosphere but we yeah we're just because i've always kind of thought that we are literally a private members club rather than a swingers club that we are four members first yes. before anything else so we want our members to come in here and and kind of forget the rest of the world forget all the shitty things that are going off with work or families or whatever and, and just, just be their escape that's that's what we want them but to the be. club does do that because you kind of you you're at the back yeah. in between like shops and things aren't you sort of tucked up out the way and it is almost you walk down sort of like a driveway and you're kind of in a different world it's just you wouldn't think that you were that close to um Mm. you know near the center of nottingham that's it yeah really across the road we've got the trent bridge cricket ground the main entrance for it is literally directly opposite our entrance and um do you get many googlies and (laughs) (laughs) There are quite a few people that we politely turn around. Um, <laughs> One or two every weekend. <laughs> Especially when the cricket's on. <laughs> Talking of googlies, for some strange reason, for a couple of weeks last summer, um, the club location on GPS was in the middle of the cricket ground. So really? To me, to me, that must have been... Google Maps. Google Maps, yeah. So people must have been literally just watching cricket and going, ooh, look at this, ooh, what's this? <laughs> Is that what you call a sticky wicket? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's not bad. <laughs> That's as good as my my cricket jokes that, that go. Be, that could be a good, a good night. That's sticky wicket, isn't it? That could be a really good night. So, how long have you guys um, owned the club? We opened it in March 2018, um, so it is five years old. Although two years of that were during Corona, so we we kind of discount those. Just before we hit two years old, that all kicked off. It was. Um, it was literally um, a couple of days before the club's second birthday party, um, mm. which was amusing. The government had told us to uh, to stay open and told everybody else that they weren't allowed to go out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go to work, but stay at home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were right with Boris. He carried on with his parties. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about that. No, 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 no. You might be a listener. All the membership details are private. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, 
Brilliant. Um, yes. <laughs> there are notable people. <laughs> so is, is this the first club that you've owned or have you had previous clubs at all? Or? No, no, no. This is definitely the um, first because um, we, we both had ridiculously... Busy, busy jobs, jobs. <laughs> very very busy jobs. Uh, um, uh, no work was killing us. Um, quite literally, we were beaten up all the time. Uh, Amanda worked um, in quite a good position in education, and I was in sales, sales management, and uh, crikey, the uh, the amount of work was humongous that we were doing. Mm. Uh, we well, I was working seven days a week, and. Um, uh, basically, no breaks. Yeah. Um, time off would involve an argument or a fight or stamping my feet yeah. or threatening to leave, any of those things. Um, so um, it got a bit over-demanding. And um, so we just stopped and had a conversation uh, about what we'd like to do. It was originally going to be a coffee shop. We did really? talk about coffee shops, but we we did some maths and we realised that well we we like coffee, we love coffee, it's fantastic stuff. Um, probably couldn't function without it. Coffee and lager, they make the world go round. <laughs> um, um, but the reality of it was, in order to to pay to be somewhere and to make some degree of living out of it, uh, we'd soon hate coffee. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't want to hate coffee. So we thought about what else we liked, and we like we like drink, we like booze, we like people, we like yeah, all of those good things. And um, so we came to the conclusion that we'd like to set about having a go at opening a club that we'd be happy going to. That's really uh, nice. And um, it was a project to do together. I mean, we'd seen other places, and um, one of the things that always struck us about them um, was some of them seemed overly big, to be honest. Uh, um, I, and it felt like they would only be good places to be on the occasions where their events were massive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, we wanted an environment where whenever we went, you know, if it's, you know, you've got four or five weekends in a month. In those weekends in a month, um, all Saturday nights are going to be reasonably okay. Um, Friday nights are going to chop and change. Some are a lot busier than the Saturdays. Mm. Um, some are a lot quieter. But wherever they, they sat, we wanted it to feel good. Hmm. And uh, um, and then you've got your other days or your other bits of the week that you choose to uh, interact with, um, and they're obviously not going to attract the volume of people that those yeah. prime times are going to do. Yeah. Um, so you have you have hosted nights, don't you, as well as unhosted nights? Oh, oh we have a whole variety of nights. Yeah, we have hmm. lots and lots. Um, so the intent with the club so we obviously we shopped around all mm. over the place looking at different places that we could turn into venues for um for our ooh, nefarious intentions <laughs> <laughs> this is where we could abuse people use and abuse use and abuse and just get them drunk enough to lose all their inhibitions and bend them up. sorry no that's just, um, no 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 and that might be coming across that is what we did no 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 no, no, no. no there's the, the consent thing we have to remember the consent thing it, it, how does it work what did you tell me if you gag them, they can't say no. That's it. 
So, uh, I'm getting completely sidetracked. Um, <laughs> location, Chris. Location, we, we, yeah, we yes. picked her. We, we picked her because um, we looked around, oh, maybe a dozen different places. All across uh, the East Midlands. Yeah, and in reality, we could have somewhere out in the sticks um, that's 10, 15, 20 times the size of what we actually mm. are um, for considerably less money. And, less money. Yeah. <laughs> or, we could, or we could have somewhere in a location somewhere that's going to attract a quality of people that you're able to interact with able to have fun with this is a very yeah. nice you're location not going to have to um i mean we're in the lowest crime area in uh, in the in the uh, inverted commas city of nottingham uh, we're actually rushcliffe here because we're south of the river yeah and uh, um, it's tremendously safe mm. and it also gets um, a lot of attention. We've got Trent Bridge Cricket Ground, we've got the Nottingham Forest City Ground just yeah. here. We've got literally the best restaurants, the best place, places to eat mm. in Nottingham right here. Um, coming here can be a part of a whole evening or weekend or mm. um, somebody's um, fun and good time and it does bring that slightly better quality. Yeah. Um, and henceforth with the club, we insist that people make an effort when they come. Yeah. If somebody can't turns up at the club and they look like they've not had a wash for three days and they've just been bog diving, then they can... <laughs> Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> um, they can quite frankly... Well, they can go home. They can have a bog wash. Off. Oh, yes, bog off. <laughs> Hey, they can get cleaned up. <laughs> and then maybe try again. We'll take them politely. Uh, um, um, because we we care about the people that are in the club. We care about the actual club members. Um, and we care about their experience. And we don't want people having to have interactions that they're going to find unpalatable. Um, yeah, that's true. One, um, one thing Miss, Mrs N was so impressed, and you were talking about on the way here, yes. is that you do workshops, don't you, for single oh, guys? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, single guys, they get a bad press. Mm. In reality, they get tr- treated very, very badly by, um, by the swinging community, the kink community, the liberated world communities of whatever definitions they want to put upon themselves. And they all moan about single guys. And they all complain about single yeah. guys. Because you'll have people that get an experience with one guy and label all guys like that. And, yeah, it's 50% of the human race, guys are. Um, and a guy doesn't have to be attached to a lady just to have value. Hmm. Uh, um, and we, we always felt that that was a bit of a ridiculous proposition so in a um, um, we went to a sex cinema a couple of weeks ago um, I had a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say can you tell me, tell me where that one is <laughs> that, that was in Grand Canaria she oh. came outside um, having played whack-a-mole with a flip-flop and penises um, looking like a snowman so I did I look the, like a glazed donut it was, it was brilliant um, but in, in this particular scenario so it's about, about 100 people or so Probably, because there are two screens. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Whereas I only had one incident in the toilets with one tiny little old fart, which I did. <laughs> I, I did actually hit him with my flip-flop, you know. Um, <laughs> but out of that, I don't know, 90 blokes or whatever, that was just one bloke. So yeah. 
when we're talking about percentages of, of the actual guys who are problems within the lifestyle, it's very, very small. But yeah. they will affect a lot of people in any sort they of club or whatever, which is why we do workshops and we also do membership interviews. And some people think I'm a little bit strict about membership interviews. I probably am. Um, so yeah, but for, that's, that's not yeah. a bad thing, though. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, like you say, you, you're offering a club that you, you already know how you want it to be yeah. and, and everything, and you have your own sort of expectations and things. So why compromise on that? Exactly. You so. know, and everybody else benefits from it. Yeah, I can't, I can't judge um, people on the way that they look or, or whatever, or if they are loud or um, shy or this. I do we kind do of... judge people on how they look. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> So right. We're not talking about body shape here. We're talking about the effort that they yes. make. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I'm attracted to quite a broad range of ladies. Um, I know, you're a male whore. <laughs> <laughs> I have my moments. <laughs> Whereas the gentlemen will come here for an interview, and if they are really terrible at conversation, um, if they are giving off a slightly creepy-ish vibes um if they are just coming here literally for sex and they just kind of have the impression that swinging clubs are brothels um then we 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 flat out refuse them say sorry it's not for you we'll we'll generally tell them different places that they might suit yeah absolutely um because every single club is different um but yeah they're, they're they, they won't they won't get in <laughs> no so with the workshops then so what what do you kind of offer Have... so our workshops so I'll, I'll talk about the um, single gent ones um they are we limit the numbers to about 10 lads because then they, they can get a nice conversation going at the end and um, they last about two hours and we will talk about consent we'll talk about um communication we'll talk about confidence hmm. um being a guy at the moment um it, it, it does when you're single sometimes it can affect your confidence yeah. and your self-esteem and you kind of think oh everybody's in a couple no 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 you are free and single and able to mingle um we talk about what kind of things that they should be putting on their online profiles um how to actually converse with other swingers how to chat up couples how to chat up single ladies and then we'll give them a naughty tour and um, <laughs> <laughs> um well i'll give them a flash in the um, female glory hole um, <laughs> but um it is about and it's it's quite nice because the single gent workshop is just open to those single guys and they'll actually start making connections with the other guys that they'll meet on that particular workshop yeah and then they'll arrange to say oh yeah cool shall we um shall we come along into this night in yeah. i don't know next month or something and so that these these lads will come in together and they'll be able to talk and because they're kind of learnt few kind of chatting up skills um they, they become a benefit yeah and it's brilliant. So yeah, me, um, yeah, that's amazing. I don't know any other club that offers that. Well, we do like no. single guys, and they <coughs> do get a bad rep, and they do get abused. And in reality, um, a lot of them actually just need um, shepherding, coaching, yeah, a bit of guidance. They need, um, and they need um, a confidence boost. Um, they. Uh, it's a bit terrifying. I mean, we do control ratios couples. within the club. Yeah. The club, 80% plus of the membership is couples. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, definitely 80% plus, just thinking about the numbers and the frequency of people coming. Then, um, what would you say about 
seven, eight, nine percent single ladies and ten, eleven, twelve percent single guys. Do you just have single guys on a certain nights, or are they um, generally throughout? But the ratios are controlled. Right. Okay. Uh, um, so it's roughly about the same number on as single guy tickets to single lady tickets on a Saturday. Yeah, there'll okay. be four or five single guys in, but then we'll probably mm. get four, five, six, seven single ladies at the same time. So, um, and in reality, the couples that um, are anti-single guy don't even notice. The I, think, I think the workshops are such a good idea because in, in the, the public domain, there's nowhere where you can go to say, like you, you've kind of said, this is how we behave here. Because it is kind of a, a and I'm talking about clubs in general, it's kind of a, a subject that's behind closed doors, isn't it? You, there's been a few programmes on TV, but they don't, properly demonstrated they always make people oh. look broken and, yes. Um, yes. The, uh, the reality well if we, if we consider our membership the reality of people that engage are quite well thought of high profile professional yeah. people yeah. they have income some mm. have status and they, they've made achievements in their lives mm. um, some work very very hard um, and they're good people and they just want an escape yeah. um, the, the club offers that and gives them that and, um, and it's a nice thing because um, ultimately uh, as much as we play around and as much as we joke around it's ultimately non-judgmental um, so a lot of different people can have um, I mean we get people from opposing political backgrounds mm. um, that will quite happily drink and often play together it's, um, it's quite entertaining we'll tell them off if they take things um, <laughs> in the wrong direction <laughs> but, but, but people can have different beliefs and still be nice and good people yes okay. um, Absolutely. and uh, people can have yeah, different wants and desires and still be good. Just because those don't match somebody else's in an identical fashion um, doesn't make them wrong. And it's nice because you can just take your kind of day coat off whatever environment you're in, working in, and like you say, just escape. It's, it's such a lovely place. It is. It is. And we were just talking before, weren't we, Amanda? You were saying that you love Sundays. Yes. Because they're really relaxed and, you know... They are. It's, it's, it's you know what I miss because um, I'm I'm old now. But <laughs> really not. I, I've got no hope if you're old. <laughs> really 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 um, I miss not. being able to go to a pub and um, it having that kind of feeling where where you can talk to people. This mm. is probably the days before mobile phones were in everybody's hands, mm. and um, and we have that here, and you really really do feel it on a Sunday. It's, 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 it's almost like Cheers Bar. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and, it's um, a lot nice, <laughs> nicer decoration. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, so um, I say, locals from around Nottingham and Leicester area, that they'll they'll they generally come on, a, on a <laughs> Sunday. Um, yeah, on Saturdays they're from everywhere, <sighs> and 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 you just open up at six, and then just people just kind of go, they're flopping. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've got work tomorrow. But we'll just kind of just enjoy the last kind of remnants of the weekend. Really. Yeah. But that's the other thing, because I think a lot of people who, you know, probably never been to a club before or anything like that, they automatically assume that the only reason you go is to have sex or to do other stuff. And it's, <laughs> it, that is not the case. There's a lot of socialising goes on. 
Yeah. It's probably sort of high the, proportion social. Yeah, that's the bigger part of it, isn't it? Rather than mm. the... I do understand that some couples, they don't want to socialise with the people that they play with. Yeah. But they like socialising with other people. And then they might go upstairs to somebody completely different that yeah. they just gave a wink to. Um, it's which, not just us. Which I really like because um, they're, they're having the fun chat with, with other people. And then um, it's like, ooh who's that sexy fox across the room? <laughs> and, um, and then they'll go and wander off. And then they'll return and then they'll, they'll be all vivacious and, and chatty again. Um, so, yeah, sociable. I don't, I don't like the whole idea of clickiness. Um, quite a few of our, I'd say, regular regulars, because um, we have a regular regulars, members too, um, we kind of encourage them to, whenever there's a newbie couple or whatever, just to go and say, hi, hi, hi. So nobody ever feels left out. Exactly. I don't, I don't want anybody to come in here and then feel, oh, nobody's talking to us. What yeah. am I doing on my own? So, yeah, that's, that's I mean, so one of the things that uh, that we try and promote, don't we, especially on our Vanilla to Vixen night, because it's, it's mainly for newbies, is that, you know, you need to put yourself out there. Yes. Don't just sit up a corner and expect people to come to you. Go and chat. People mm. will always be happy to chat. You know, it doesn't mean to say they want to, you know drag you off upstairs and give you... It doesn't you... mean they're a sexual predator. No, exactly. So... <laughs> Unless they're like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to point out that Chris is sitting there with a paddle in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> they are not dubbed sound effects. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> So tell us a bit more about the different types of events that you hold here at Purple Mamba. Right. Well, we had Curvaceous Creatures, which you attended. We did. So Curvaceous Creatures fabulous. is for people like the larger lady and people, girls with curves? Sort of, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's an interesting thing. I, I mean, the club doesn't mind if somebody's curvy. Hmm. Um, and people generally uh, don't mind. Everybody has preferences for what they seek and some people the preferences are very broad and open and yeah. other people's are very sort of narrow um, and obviously those with narrower preferences they're going to take longer to find those that are happy to interact with them yeah. um, it doesn't mean that they're not sociable or that they're not nice or those kind of things curvaceous creatures is interesting it's um it's <sighs> It's sexy squirrels that came to us the and best talked host. about we it. Love yeah. the squirrels. It was something that they would like to do um, because it, um, they felt that it was underserved. Yeah. And uh, they felt um, that they would like to do it here because they they like the venue. We have um, we have a. a, a good relationship they came along and they they broached it with us so we talked about it and and, and popped it together and it's all really it's all their hard work that mm. made curvaceous creatures happen and we've used curvaceous creatures as um a curvy encouraged curvy friendly kind of um event um, See, so I, I really like that particular event because um it is about the ladies feeling confident mm -hmm. with other ladies and um you do see, oh, it's the um, whole kind of BBW nights that are advertised across, well, Europe in its in itself, and um, it kind of they kind of present themselves more kind of a seedy type thing where mm. oh it's the fat bird who just will shag anything type thing. And I don't I don't like that. I'm no. a larger lady myself. It's that's not not what I'd 
ever encourage somebody to kind of go along to. Whereas the curvaceous creatures, it is, it's about putting a smile on people's faces, about dressing up and looking pretty and, and feeling comfortable in your own skin. Absolutely. So I, I, love, I love it when the sexy squirrels do that night because it, it is, it's a happy night. It's oh, it was, we thoroughly enjoyed it, didn't we? They Brilliant. had a live singer on. Yes. They had a burlesque. So yeah, who was amazing. Live music. Here. Yeah. And it's like, you, you, lots of live music. Pretty yeah, much every Saturday. Have, uh, um, almost like a stable of artists that come to the club but it feels Nottingham like is it. a great it's, um, music, it? it's a great night out in Nottingham uh, um, I can't imagine that live musicians get a lot of gigs at clubs that are predominantly I'm not going to call it a swingers club because it's not it's a private members club but it is also a, a place where sw- swingers congregate it is very popular with swingers and um, swingers form a large proportion of our membership I know Le Boudoir in London they'll do occasional um, live artists whether they be mm-hmm. like musicians or whatever and t- also townhouse in, in the world they'll, they'll, they've got their lounge live lounge but um, predominantly no <laughs> it's just it, yeah I, I can imagine some of the musicians get quite wide eyed when they first <laughs> come in because it's, it's like you've got to kind of think to yourself this is this is going to be an interesting gig. <laughs> there are one or two that like to join in. They're, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 they're quite diverse, just like everybody Excellent. else in the world. They're, yeah. Although there was that one instance with um, one particular beautiful duo, absolutely amazing duo, um, married couple. Um, they they played a couple of gigs here before. Um, it's like they're, they're brilliant. They've been on like BBC introducing mm-hmm. and all sorts, and. Um, the lady was was singing and she was just really getting into this particular song and suddenly the her husband the guitarist he, he was getting redder and redder and redder and and, and his, his his notes were going off and off and <laughs> oh my god is, is he having a stroke oh shit what's what, what's happening um, no it's just because two very very hot blondes were just kind of right in front of him just <laughs> one was sat on a chair with her legs wide open the other was on her knees in front of the chair um, and they were about three or four feet away from the, the, the Bless him. musician he, um, he had to stop he ran outside propped himself outside, up against the car for ten minutes until he, could, uh, he felt that he was able to perform in a musical way yes, and, um, not even Robbie Williams gets that no <laughs> His wife, his wife thought, thought it was hilarious. Oh, she did. Oh, I must admit, I think, I think I would be the same. I think that would be hugely hilarious to watch. That would be so. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Well, she kept going. She made it good. Yeah. See, so that's the other happy. thing I really like about um, your club as well. Is obviously the, the listeners know that we go to Libs quite a lot. Obviously, we hold our events at Libs. Um, and that we know that there's other clubs that we've not actually been to yet, have we, Mr. N? But we, 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 I think we've done most of the East Midlands. I think yeah. we've done all, all of the East Midlands. We need to go the other side now, don't we've we? Got, yes, Try the West Midlands. Spread our wings. But we've heard differences. So, like with with um, when you go to Liberty Elite, when you walk in, um, it's all very it's the social area, so everybody's clothed. But if they go to any of the play areas, they have to dress down. Uh, and then you've got one of the other clubs where it's dressed down immediately when you get there. We're personally a fan of the dress-up clubs. Yeah, yeah, we mm. like it. It's, it's all part of the the night, isn't it? Getting yourself we, dressed up. Yeah, and feeling... uh, um, dress uh, dress codes um, and rules about when people should get undressed. Um, Again, we think everybody's different and um, everybody's feeling... Some people want to have two or three drinks and then relax. Yeah. Um, Some people want to switch it on and off throughout the night. 
some people are incredibly nervous and it's their first time and they want to see what's happening but are not quite sure about other people want to play in front of others but then be covered throughout the rest the everybody's um thoughts about how they want to be a different and so we don't have specific rules and that said a lot of people do dress down um but a lot of people stay dressed too throughout the evening some people do they have their clothes on and off they i well, mean it's uh, like they're this, on is, this is what i was they, kind of leading up to because you, you had one of your most erotic experiences i did while we were here um because mrs n lost a cherry <laughs> <Ooh>. cherries <laughs> which cherry was that it wasn't amongst the haribo words, <laughs> we uh, you've um, never been in a situation where no they seem so what happened was um we uh we'd met friends that were here anyway um and we decided to go upstairs and have because obviously you very kindly gave us a tour the first time we came to the club and, and but i have to be honest we couldn't remember what it was like <laughs> so we all bottled off upstairs and we were just wandering around and we went into the um oh, i can't remember the name of the room is it the gangbang well, room we should really yeah, there's, there's a few rooms here so you've got kind of the lounge kind of an upstairs lounge isn't it yeah there's a lounge oh, upstairs that. that's followed um, really nice. by the gangbang room that was gangbang it room. Which has so we the kind of went on the ceiling yes. past the gangbang room with a couple that that we're really good friends with anyway and we, we were just looking in and you kind of stayed didn't you with the female yes um and me and the male went to have a look at the other rooms and then obviously we found the room that got all the the kind of like the toys in there the, the, oh, the, the kink, kink room the kink room yeah, yeah. I, so didn't we were quite, far, I didn't get as far as that no you didn't get as far <laughs> as that um so we were quite fascinated with that and we were, we were looking and and you know just chatting away and then we came back into the gangbang room and it's the first time that i've actually walked in on mr n um playing with a woman yes and the fact that we were still kind of clothed made it really naughty. Yes. yes. And it was just yes. like, I love this. Oh, and dressing is part of a sexual experience. Yeah, and dressing said, each other or removing the baby. Yeah. And we found it so hot. So you're not kind of going and getting into your towel and then playing? No, it was kind of like, we didn't quite know it was going to happen because we weren't sort of yes. prepared. You know, obviously when you no, dress down, it's like everybody fantastic. knows yeah. that's what you, you, you're off to do. And, and then it's organic and then, then, then you get all the adrenaline going and, and that, that's what makes it exciting. So if, if we were to go to a club and Chris hates it when he's forced to dress down, <laughs> um, because getting up and dressed next to a locker, it's, it's not the... It's, you, I feel like I'm in a leisure centre, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to put your trunks on and jump I love just, just kind of... Just just taking off my dress in front of people and then just 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 very very slowly just because it's it's part of the actual foreplay yeah. yeah and it was and it was incredibly sexy and it wasn't something we were expecting or no, something it just happened because it's you know and this is where it's just so interesting learning all the different aspects of this lifestyle and obviously we've been in it since we had our very first meet back in 2010 and we're still learning yeah it's brilliant. So were you two in the lifestyle before you decided to open? Yes. Um, we'd been around for a, a little while, ver- visiting various clubs and having various experiences. We knew that it was going to be a lot of hard work. Um, yeah. Anybody who's interested in, in either hosting parties or building their own club or, or, or whatever, um, I would suggest volunteering for free for at least six months at a local club. And then you'll realise that 
it's not all shits and giggles yeah um you are dealing with people's emotions you are dealing with building regs you are you are dealing with insurance oh god insurance um, <laughs> why did you go oh god insurance you never dealt with insurance <laughs> no I just, I just i just passed that over to Chris. <laughs> but um there, there, there are so many we we are constantly working during the week which which i love um because I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of person that if, I, if i'm not busy doing something I, st- I just stop anyway yeah um and and it and people kind of just think we open the doors mm. and it happens, and it happens. Yeah. yeah yes quite a few people have said oh you've only got four nights a week yeah we're like yeah yeah, but then there's the other four days of work that make those happen. It's exactly. Like, oh, it doesn't just timers. yeah, it doesn't just kind of happen <laughs> on its own, does no. it? Um, so and the, the place is meticulously clean. Thank you. <laughs> it is. I'm almost afraid I'll, I'll wrinkle something. <laughs> and we achieve that without taking advantage of any of the offers we receive from various submissives to come out <laughs> and leak the club clean. Naked cleaners. Yeah, we've not taken know. up one of those offers. So you know when you when you finally found your location and you bought the club and you had in mind what you wanted to do, did you, did you get any problems when people knew that you wanted to make it a, a members club? There were one or two. I can't um, imagine. We have to be careful what we say because um, uh, uh, we're not trying to embarrass anybody. Um, um, but there were a few bridges to cross, and um, um, they uh, really you needed to be armed with knowledge. Yeah. Uh, um, and once people, um, the right people, realise that you are armed with knowledge, and what, and they realise what your intent is, yeah. you then find that the right people will support you. Yes. Uh, and um, but then the naive is one word, um, hopeless, um, politically motivated is another. That's a big one. Um, that don't give a damn about whether or not it's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and are really in it because. Uh, um, you you have to stamp your feet and go at them like a ton of bricks. I find it really um, interesting that we, we live in a country that the south part of the country, Cornwall, you won't get you won't be able to open no. a club because the council just don't accept it, do they? Torquay, there's clubs in Torquay. There is one in Torquay. Is it in Torquay? Um, yes, don't you remember when we went on holiday? Oh, Torquay, of course, yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Um, there are a few down there. Then but no, it's not Cornwall, is that? I know. I, don't, I think Cornwall's literally openly yeah. really against it, which is really bizarre for for twenty twenty three. Yeah, there's different uh, local and um, area type authorities that have different uh, motivations, mm. and um, I'd suggest we to anybody before opening a club or attempting to do something to understand what they are in the particular area that they want to be. Otherwise you can end up with a lot of trouble and lots of fines. You can have a lot of... I mean, you can have the most sympathetic um, local authority on earth, um, but because you're opposing one of their tenets or one of their feelings, um, they're not going to give you anything. But you can have the strictest, most authoritarian authority... And because you match their picture of the world, or because they can see a place for you within it, because you show them where that is, mm. you get along extremely well with. Um, and it's all about it, it, it's about managing what you have around you. Did you learn a lot? I bet you learned a lot with as you. Were. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. We we learned a lot. We also taught a few 
people a few things on the yeah, way. That's a good um, job I was a geography and politics teacher. That is it. <laughs> this is the perfect combination. You've got somebody who can educate and somebody then who can sell it. Yeah. <laughs> this is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So tell us a bit more about the different nights that you offer. Oh, we, we started, yeah, Curvaceous Creatures uh, was primarily curvy um, focus. But it hosted does like players, Can I finish they? my sentence? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Because when I was trying to make this sentence before, you spoke over me then as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the paddle's coming out. (laughs) Trouble is, Chris, I think she's enjoying that a little bit too much. (laughs) How do I turn this one? (laughs) Put that in your mouth. Are you you talking about the microphone or your penis? (laughs) That's still in my trousers. um... Sorry. Curvaceous Creatures. Yes. It's focused on curvy and it celebrates curvy. Yes. But it does not exclude those that don't consider themselves curvy. Smaller curves. Exactly. Yes. We, all, we, we all have curves, just that there's different... Uh, absolutely. And, and they come in a, a, a in a range and, and that's good. And so we like it. it it's good. Yeah. Um, what, what was them... Uh, this weekend we had team players. Ooh. It's the interracial on Friday. Oh, okay. Team players. Team, team players. players. They are an excellent group of guys. They are absolutely fantastic. Um, a, a group of black guys that help um, help couples and single ladies fill that interracial fantasy. This is our hands um, eyes and lighting up. The, um, they are lovely. Um, it was like the Sex Olympics. Um, <laughs> Okay, just made a note of that one. We had, <laughs> um, Amanda's face. We had um, Jay Snipes, a, a, a very, very, very good local DJ. So, uh, so Jay Snipes, right? Okay. Um, on that Friday night, yeah. Friday just gone, um, and then we had the team player parties. What kind of music um, does he? Um, R&B, uh, Afro beats, and uh, good, lively. That's really cool. We've got photos now. We've yeah. got photos. These are really, really cool. They're oh hot, yeah, we put quite pitties. a few up. We had one lady who was all over the bar. Would you be able to send um, us some photos for for our Twitter for the Valencia Yeah, Twitter? we can. We'll happily share anything That's we share. Really cool. So our listeners can have a look. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, he's a dude. This is really cool. <laughs> look at that. You're going to have like. DJ deck envy. I know. Yeah. I have, yeah. My deck's not that big. I feel very inadequate. I wasn't going to say. <laughs> so, yeah, team player night. It was absolutely epic. Um, oh, I like the casino type nights. Excellent. Obviously, not real casino because that would yes. completely change licensing. And, um, <laughs> We've got back to licensing again. It, well, we do have to give them a little nod in respect. So, they, uh, um, so but, how does your casino night work? Uh, um, well, Everybody gets issued with chips, um, and they can gamble at the uh, at the blackjack table, the roulette table, um, and the and the intent really is to see who's got the most chips come the end of the night. And are the ladies allowed to hustle for extra chips? There are different ways. Of course, if somebody loses all their chips, there are different ways of acquiring extra. Chips. <laughs> Usually, Christopher and yeah, most of those have are, all the chips. So. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the chips are issued by me and um, our favourite croupier. Uh, um, uh, and um, in return for the right motivation, we can be persuaded to I feel that this is probably like the Bank them. of Cuba. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 so we're a little biased in the way that we... Uh, uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, they're 
great. They do feel like... Well, the next one's called Casino Royale. Royale. The last one, the Candlelight Night, felt exactly like Casino Royale. The last one, the, the lady who the, won was, was a genius in the way that she acquired chips. Because not only was, was she doing all the gambling stuff and, and, and the um, acquiring chips off, off Chris... Um, <laughs> On her knees, um, but um, she was. She also noticed that when people went upstairs to play, yeah, um, that they they'll just leave the chips on the side and whatever. And she was just putting it in a handbag. Say, mine now. Yes, yeah, really. Mine now. Mine now. <laughs> <laughs> and and towards the end of the night, um, everybody was counting up their chips, and she just came downstairs with her handbag and just poured it all over the bar. <laughs> so the other, other ladies' minds on decks. She's taking all the chips. chips. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> that, yeah, the last one of those was a brilliant night. That's that's next one is fourth of March. It's soon. It is very very soon. Um, right, our workshops coming up because we've got Kings to Soiree as well. I was going to talk about the King nights, but yeah. I was going to carry on with the workshops first. So we, 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 we've, we've, le- workshops. we've learned a little bit about Kink over the last few weeks <laughs> on the podcast. I had a good whipping. <laughs> no, you didn't. Well, it Stop saying that. It wasn't a whip. I had a good flogging. That's better. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm getting there. I'm learning. And yeah, and, and so we're learning a little bit about that, that lifestyle. And there's there's people that believe that a kink and a swinger don't mix. Mm-hmm. So we were told many years ago when we first went to a club that if you put a room full of sort of fetish people or people who like fetish into the room with swingers you have it's like the red sea and you just pass um, and that's completely so untrue it's unreal <laughs> they, uh, um, they, so we seem to be finding out don't we uh, um, uh, uh, yeah there are hardcore kinksters who live their lifestyle that feel that mixing their view of kink with swinging um, but then uh, the good proportion of kinksters um, um enjoy interacting with people yeah um and they like the fact that um swingers um tend to be a lot more sociable and a lot more open and to be honest what's wrong with being hogtied and having a gangbang at the same time it works incredibly well <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. you sound like you're talking from experience there chris <laughs> well i've never been gangbanged or hogtied i have all the <laughs> <laughs> um is a big thing Swingers are very happy to dive into almost anything, and a yeah. lot of kingsters, because they're very enthusiastic about what they do, yeah. are very happy to share it with them. It, it is so, an art form, isn't it? It's absolutely. An art form. Some of it is, is is very skilled. Yeah. The, um, it's uh, definitely a craft. It hmm. is. It takes a long time, and it's mm-hmm. beautiful, and it's wonderful, and um, it's quite nice whenever kinksters are are doing a scene and um i i I kind of tell the swingers to be quite respectful and just kind of be patient and and don't disturb whilst things go on because you have to concentrate um especially depending if they're doing something like impact play and um but they will be full of questions and people love sharing knowledge and they love sharing all, all the kind of things that they are experiencing and um no i i love the kind of mixing with kink and swing on on well, every night, really. Because fetish <laughs> can be like foreplay. Yes. And I suppose we, we kind of boast about this liberated lifestyle that we're all in, and yet here we are, pigeonholing fetish, and or I was sitting here, pigeonholing fetish and yeah. and, 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 sw- and swinging. It's, it is. It's, if you just yeah. mix it all up, 
get rid of the labels and just realise they're just people Hmm. it it, it is and everybody has different interests Um, and sharing those interests is part of what it's all about Um, it's good you often get um, we've got one particular person that's got a big love for the gym and he now takes various club members off to the gym to beat them up in a different way which is entertaining (laughs) that doesn't Um, sound so much fun (laughs) well if they can't move their arms when they're finished he he feels like he's done a good job Um, are we talking about some kinky thing or gym thing now no, we're, we're talking about people's interests and um, well, interests change over time because um, I'll notice quite a lot of I'll, I'll say the kinksters in inverted commas um, they do tend to be younger um, and possibly single or, or with people that they're in a kind of different type of relationship with whereas those who t- who are in more of a committed long-term relationship do tend to kind of lean towards the swinging ne- not necessarily with swapping or whatever mm. but um it's just all these different dynamics change through time yeah it evolves yeah. doesn't it yeah. and 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 people are on a different path when their own little sexual journeys as yeah. an individual I, I, have a question. I have a question for you which is a question of, of kind of a personal nature which we obviously, as you probably know, we I can we, answer that now. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. Don't worry. You don't need to be embarrassed about it at all. There we go. Uh, uh, just wash it first. <laughs> you walk straight into it. It is. It is. That was as wide as Trent Bridge. I apologise if I misunderstood that. I've heard that one a couple of times. And, um, <laughs> When we we were probably aware we we began a website called VanillaToVixen.co.uk, and obviously this has kind of become a, a job for us. And we were I was, it was me really I was really concerned turning something that we're very very passionate about and we love we love the whole lifestyle. And I thought if it's a job, will I lose passion for it? Did you ever have any of those worries, or honestly? Yeah, yeah, yeah it does happen. Yeah, um, we're at the club a lot, um, so um, so we're no more or less horny in reality. Sometimes we play a lot, yeah, and we get involved, and other times we we just enjoy being around and involved. Yeah. Uh, um, the um, our interactions in the club. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we have lots, and sometimes little, and it varies, and it follows a wave like everything else in the world yeah. in reality. Um, and just because we we're here, it doesn't mean we're playing. I mean, yeah. certainly at busy times, I um, we, we have to, to be. Grand Canary a few weeks ago, though, because it, it. Oh, that was super we went... horny because <laughs> we were in a different environment for us. It was yeah. super horny, but then you know, I did kind of think, oh, it does feel like I'm at work again, a little bit. A bit of Coles to Newcastle, kind of. Busman's yeah, holiday. holiday. Yeah, yeah. Busman's holiday. We went to some lovely places out there. There were two or three places that we really liked. Yeah. There were, and there were other places that have been recommended that we were a bit, oh, really? You can perhaps educate well, us here, because we're not, we're not sort of familiar with the, the European abroad... Are the clubs different over there? Or? Uh, Germans um, are brilliant. Oh, they are too. I mean, very efficient. <laughs> we are having efficient sex now. <laughs> and they do it. Um, like machines. You will come in three, two, one. <laughs> um, no, 
must play on there. I, I mean, we didn't see all of it. There must be 50 or more clubs out there. Wow. The, um, I played angles. And um, of what we saw, um, there were one or two places that we felt that we should be see because we'd heard their names over and over again read about them been told about them and thought well okay when we're there we should see those ones um and there were other places that we kind of discovered um we went to oh um we went um to uh the comeback bar which has a very good reputation when we went there at the moment that we went there that's the swingers meeting point rather the swingers meeting point yeah when we went there it it there, there were people there it was all couples in there and they were not interacting with each other and obviously we like interaction so we quickly got a little bit bored uh, this we're not judging the place because it's no, fine yeah. uh, uh, um, and so we moved on to another place that was the uh, before the uh, swingers meeting point. yeah swmp yes. swingers meeting point <laughs> um and and that was brilliant mm. there was lots of interaction there and they're only and about 500 yards away from it, each other there's less than that or less i don't know so it's, it's different <laughs> you think it's different because there's a lot of people supposedly on holiday yes so you don't have like the few regulars that probably glue that everything together sometimes that might be true the um but, but at before um the lady um the lady behind the bar and she, she was hosting as well she was communicating she was with everything, everything pulling people together <laughs> and um uh making um the world add up and and we recognize that and have a lot of respect for it there was a club there in the seater that we went to as well that was Lumaire. Um, and that was very good. It wasn't the biggest club there or the brightest club there, but we felt it was the most friendly and interactive yeah. and uh, <laughs> definitely the most fun. Oh, uh, yeah, the barman, the owner, Albert, he was great. Absolutely brilliant. Knew exactly what we wanted to drink. Got it for it. He was, oh, I had jokes and entertainment. Uh, um, it, absolutely fantastic. And... Um, uh, we went to the the other one. What was that? Secrets. Secrets was the one that we'd been raved at about. Apparently, it was it wasn't that big. Um, it was the biggest. It wasn't that big. It feels it, big. Uh, yeah, they've used they've, light and mirrors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, just that kind of nightclub the, type feel. Um, yeah. But the thing there was there was something happening in there that I really don't like. Okay. Uh, and it was like, hang on a minute. If I was running this club. I would be on top of that and I would be grabbing those people responsible. I would bounce them off every wall door and piece of furniture on the way. People were, they were, they were indulging their white powder habit off the tabletops. Whoa. Oh, okay. uh, and it, it felt to it, it was like, shit, that put us off the place instantly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, on the night that we were there, uh, um, and we didn't see any, and they had these bulky bar, doormen and whatever, they, they didn't act. The whole thing, uh, um, the whole thing about coming to private members' clubs like yours, is that you feel safe. And if somebody's off their heads on whatever substance like that, it it, it really. I mean, if somebody has that that habit, they they well, they need to keep it out of a club or mm, social yeah, environment. Yeah. They do it where they do it. Who am I to judge? But um, but I know that it's we don't place. entertain it. It's not the place. Uh, and um, and, and so that put us off that, that place. Yeah. Um, there was um, oh we went to Route sixty nine. Brand new. Oh club. brand new. It was only two weeks old when we got there. Um, the owners Tammy, um, Tammy and Ingle, um, English and German couple. 
um, okay. opened up their club there. And it's Route 69. Route 69, absolutely fantastic place. If we're going to recommend three places out there, it's going to be Route 69 before and Lima. The, we would have the, gone to Eden, but we had to go. We did want to go to Eden, <laughs> but we only had our. So, uh, so how five long were you guys out there for? Uh, five, five nights. Five nights. Yeah. Five nights. This is going to sound very stupid question. I apologise for my stupidity, but as Mr N and I aren't particularly well travelled and we've never been abroad to any clubs or anything, in my head I think to myself, do I want to go on holiday to like a, a, a swingers, whatever they call it? Um, I do. It's like, I know you do. <laughs> it's like, what, what if I'm not in the mood one particular night? I would then suggest, don't do it. Yes, it, I would it, suggest it, it, not. No, then don't do that swinging thing yeah. at that moment. Right. Maybe staying um, away from us, because we didn't stay at a swingers hotel or anything like, so I'd like, I want to stay at a really nice kind of place. Yeah. Um, but um, we, we just kind of think, oh, should we go out for a nice dinner? Let's have a nice dinner. Mm, this is nice. Oh, squid, lovely. And then, um, but then we'll just go to the club clubs straight afterwards. So you kind of dip in and yeah. out rather than being... Why, why yeah. would you do anything different over here, though? If you, if you go on holiday and you're not in the mood, then don't do it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go I to just a club thought, here. I know, I know we've spoken to people before that have been on the podcast that have gone to a specific place. That's like Cat Dag. Yeah. Oh, that, um, the way that gets described, because people are all naked all day and then mm. they're all partying all night. It is 24 yeah. it, it feels like you're completely submerged in that. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, it's like, your, I, what, what would I do if we I... We were spending our afternoons lying by the pool, yeah. um, you know, trying not to get overly burnt and um, and reading books and drinking coffee and going out to eat. And um, our, our evenings would start off with eating and then we'd move on um, into relaxing and a little bit of playing as well. Um, the... And and we did it at the pace that we wanted to do it, and we chose our moments, yeah. and we like that. Um, this is why, yeah. Before in Route sixty nine, the two, um, they, they're actually perfect. Mm. You could be there having a drink in the evening, what, and just enjoy the drink. What sort of style yeah. is Route sixty nine? Route sixty nine is lovely. It's nice and bright. It's. Um, it's at the bottom of a great big hotel, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, really? So it's, it's, it's like it's, a... Um, it's a big, I'd have to show you images. Yeah. They've got a glorious bar. It's fantastic. Yeah, Ingle, the, um, the male half of the couple that own it, um, has built a lot of the equipment in there himself. And some of it looks incredibly substantial. Um, uh, there are swings in there for people to play on. So it's like this lovely, nice, lush bar area, which is very friendly and very social, with lots happening around it. With... Um, to the outside and a few yards away there are various play areas that people can dip into and out of okay. That's cool. and um i mean and it's not a requirement that you move from one place to another so you know if you wanted to be there you know from your perspective and yeah. not play yeah. you wanted to go there and if the move took you then perhaps play yeah it's perfect mm. um and you could see that interaction that happening and um it wasn't um there is no requirement yeah. Um, Is there a big difference? Another stupid question, I know, but now we're obviously on the conversation between, you know, the way Europeans play to the way English people play. Does it does, it does it get lost in translation at all, or is it very very similar? Um, they're very um, the the European people when they uh, the other European. I mean, we got on well with some Swedish and Dutch and German and Spanish people so there was quite a broad mix of people that we interacted because the, with the british are traditionally repressed aren't we <laughs> yeah. 
have a reputation for? <laughs> well, speak for yours. No. No, I'm sorry, I'm not digging it. That's not fair. That's my really crap fancy gimmick. Uh, um, the, um, the reality is everybody has the ability to be open. And, and some people are perhaps more practised at um, pushing think, that forward. Do you think um, the Swedish and, and the Spanish, and, do you think perhaps they were a little shocked at, at, the, at the Brits sometimes? Like, no, not at all. I mean, the Germans, it's like you've got two, you've got the very open, very friendly, and I absolutely love these Germans that want to be everybody's friend. And, and, and they embrace you, and you love them. You literally love them when you meet them. And yeah. quite rightly so. But... There, oh, there was one spot. There was one spot in the theatre upstairs, and I'd encourage everybody to avoid that. It was called Black Bulldog or something. <laughs> and it was like the world's worst Nazi establishment. <laughs> Uh, um, it was uh, it was shockingly disgusting the behaviours of you know that were happening there. It's really bizarre, they were threatening. It's in the middle, it, so the the bar itself it's so it is a bar. The bar it's but it's bar four swingers. Bar is literally on either side of the shopping centre pavement. So you have normal people walking through the bar. But they've got yeah. doormen there that are threatening to hurt the normal people walking through on the way to the toilets. It's, it's bizarre. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Uh, um, I, I, um, I got stopped from going back and demolishing one of the um, uh, We were walking by. Um, Amanda Whoa. got this doorman harassing her because she was wearing but, flip-flops. But the same flip-flops that are very useful in the sex yes. cinema. Yes, uh, uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, um, uh, she's got high heels in her, her bag and they were going on shortly, but they... That wasn't the point. We were literally walking down, and this great oaf came. And then we, we we started to learn more about the place, and we'd encourage everybody to avoid it. Wow. It is so aggressive. There are stories of people being beaten up, having their phones smashed by idiots there. Oh, the um, the aggression. The, um, that was the only negative. Yeah. Um, that was. That was the negative, actually. It, it, it was. Black Bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, nasty, nasty. It's not what it's about. Wow. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's useful. It, it's useful though to hear somebody's, somebody's sort of experience of that because over here, obviously, we don't have that many clubs in such a, an air, small yeah. area, so people have to travel over here, and you feel that they do a little bit of research on the places and on the venues, and so I'm supposed to just walk around. It's a very di- different experience. The, uh, it is completely different because you have a broader range of choices um, and we've only talked about a little bit there, there are, there's lots and lots that is really really good there there's lots with good reputations but like everywhere in the world, it's like here in Nottingham there are, there are areas that are not so nice to go to and places yeah. where people wouldn't drink, I mean we just happened to run into that particular one just yeah. there, yeah. Um, but then there are plenty of places that are wonderful to go to yeah. with lots and lots of nice people. I think good, you get that everywhere though don't absolutely, you? Absolutely, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and if somewhere is quiet if the club is quiet in Gran Canaria don't assume that's because it's awful it's because everybody's literally just club hopping yeah mm. yeah so they'll, they'll, if you waste an hour or so suddenly there'll be many many people oh, there. Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah there is yeah, that that's, that's the thing isn't it I mean we sort of plan coming to Purple Mamba and that's kind of going to be our whole evening yeah. so it's very very different I suppose over there because you're going to nip in there for for half an hour in there for a quick blowjob in somewhere else <laughs> Flop, flop. <laughs> kind of. Uh, you, you just let it develop gently as you go well, around. That's one of the reasons why I like being here, though, because people do literally come out 
to go to restaurants and then go yeah. to a bar and then come to here. Yeah. yeah. So it is literally a proper night out for Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was all back to our geography of setting up the club and our intent back then. Um, it, yeah, just to let the experience be bigger and, um, and let people be happy and do the things that they want to be. So where doing. where did the, the Purple Mamba Club come from? <laughs> Tell me the story. Amanda's giggling. Now. She this is, is going to be good. This like... is be good. Well, the club gosh. nearly had a lot of different names. Um, the... Most swingers clubs are very... They've got generic names. It's like, oh, yeah, it's something sexy and something else. Um, but... Purple's my favourite colour, and um, I used to be called Mamba when I was a kid. It's part of my gamer tag. Ah, and, um, but um, ah. if you put the words purple and Mamba together, then suddenly you've got a massive penis, don't you? <laughs> well, do you know so, that? I didn't want to say, but that, that my initial thought was, is that a play on words for, like, a purple member? Right. <laughs> uh, um, so... Uh, we we plan we have some idea of creating the the legend of purple mamba and the origins of um i think a lot of swingers and, um, we've heard conversations when we've been out and a lot of swingers have them. names for their imaginary club that they would open up which i think is kind of really cool we've heard of the golden pineapple oh yeah and all sorts the blue badger have <laughs> <laughs> you got one mrs n no you see you've you've asked me this loads before before we even sort of got into going to the clubs mm. and V to V and everything else. Mm. You, if Mr. N is always this is this would be his dream, wouldn't it? The romance of it is the dream. Yes, we've now seen behind the, the Wizard of Oz's curtain. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen behind the velvet curtains. We know the the, the, the romance of it. We realise we appreciate that the. the hours and hours and hours Absolutely. of sometimes thankless work. I think those who do have the most fun, though, are guys like yourselves, the party hosts and the party organisers. Mm. Because sometimes. you can just switch off and on. Exactly. Right. And then you'll end up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of beautiful people that you've met throughout mm. all of your parties. Yeah. And you can just leave the shit to be killed <laughs> by somebody <laughs> else exactly yeah. I mean how, how's it, has it affected your relationship at all because obviously it's a lot of work so I can't imagine you get a lot of time to yourselves well we've been together for 18 years because we're, we're, we're constantly with each other now yes um, I, I might yeah we are but it's the same for any um, mar and par shop because um, you know as a husband and wife when we're working together we could be doing this we could be doing a bar we could be doing a, a farm yeah we're both um, working then yes <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so you're going to acknowledge that I actually do something. Like that. <laughs> I do the occasional bit of work. I do the occasional bit of work. I'm just glancing over the paddle there. Oh, you're still in bed and I'm sorting Bank everything out. Bottom. Sorry, I'm. What? Mm. I'm just waiting in bed for you. You're waiting in bed for me. Yes. Snoring. Sounds like Mrs. N. I do not snore. Your, your head hits the pillow and. <laughs> But um, we're, I don't know, we're, we're quite in a privileged position because um, we actually went through coronavirus just after we opened this place. Yeah. Never spent so much time with Chris and the kids. And um, it, it was amazing, but that, that was just pure chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
You can yeah. tell how close you two are, though. You can. I know there's a lot of banter between you two and everything. Puzzled look on Chris's face. I know, but you can tell, and it, it's like obviously, you know, I, um, Mr. Rennie's obviously self-employed anyway. I, I was furloughed from work, so you know, we were at home, weren't we, twenty-four-seven, everything. Mm. You know, we're, we're probably one of the rare people that actually like being with each other all the time. <laughs> I'm getting no response whatsoever from you two. Mr. Ann, shall we go have a drink and leave them to it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lovely dog that likes to go for a walk now and again. Got pubs that? and cafes um, everywhere. Not really, or we'll be just kind of finishing, fixing whatever stuff here. We'll be going home, um, doing all the crap on the internet for the club, and then sitting in front of the Xbox and playing Stardew Valley together. Oh, yeah. 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 I do play Stardew so Valley. Sweet. If anybody wants a game recommendation, I'm go a gamer. for that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gamer. huge gamer. Um, it's really, really chilled. And Amanda puts on a headset, and so put on my headset. I don't have to. And then she doesn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute magic. Even the dog's happy. The, uh, uh, just building your farm up and yeah absolutely it's lovely I get to date Abigail oh, I got hot. quite upset once Mr M was playing what was what was the the game you played we've been together for, for, for many years when I first got an Xbox 360 yeah. you had headsets yes Mrs. N actually got a little bit jealous, didn't No, no, you? no, that's what wasn't... I don't know, because you were talking to other people. It wasn't anything to do with that. No, no it wasn't. No, no, what was the game that you played where you were married to a prostitute? Um, and I was not happy. No, you weren't happy. You kept was it GTA? In. No, 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 no. It was... It um, wasn't... Um, it was one of the Bethesda games. Oh, it was this Oblivion. 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 That was the one. Yeah. I'm, I married the whore. You no. did. Well so I used to, I used to, you know, we've got um, his gaming stuff in the bedroom, which I know most people go, that's a no-go. But it's like, I know where he is. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. N thoroughly knows the back Oblivion. of my head. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. It was a brilliant game. It, absolutely brilliant. I think we got about 800 hours each Skyrim, on that. It was better than Skyrim. Yeah, but Skyrim I came in one day and he but was Skyrim like, was amazing as well. This woman was talking to him, you know, quite familiar. And I'm like, who's that? He said, oh, that, that's my wife. She's the whore. She's the whore. <laughs> I was like, right. <laughs> it's not happy. I think, I think she got stabbed or she something. Got, yeah, she did in her. the end. You were delighted. I was very happy. <laughs> talking of games, we do actually have gamer nights here. Wow. Do you? Yes. Yes. yes, we are. We are because we are quite geeky. To be fair, I mean, we 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 um. Well, I, was, I was reading an Arthur C. Clarke book at the bar the other day, and when somebody was like, "Oh, it's a really old book," I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." Um, <laughs> <laughs> we we've got a cosplay night on the uh, when. Hang yeah, on. If M-Con. anybody's interested, it was Islands in the Sky. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now. Cosplay night. Um, that's when the East Midlands Con is on, so you can go and meet all the Red Dwarf guys and then come here. Dressed up in your so cosplay. Um, we you do... had me at Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> we do lots and lots of murder mysteries. Um, we do lots of pub quizzes and murder we, we have occasionally we will have a game of night where the Xboxes come out and. Um, and yeah, and we we're disappear. getting harassed at the moment. People wanted to set up a role playing group, a D and D or a Warhammer role playing so Google game. Wow, with um, Stranger Things and everything. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly that. And, it's huge um, in Nottingham because that's where they are. Well, Games, games Workshop, Workshop is here. Of course, and, um, yeah. yeah. The 
Um, so we are getting with the two universities as well. I'm not organising it. Though. I'm, I, I, can't, I, I don't have time. I've got a lot of the knowledge. There are actually people that come to the club that have a lot more. Um, it, we could do it, but it is a time thing. What, yeah. what, what is quite funny is, I've got quite a funny story. Obviously, you may be aware of the Naughty Hellfire Club in London. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, is, is a kind of club of similar, similar nature. And... I saw some kid walking through um, a shopping centre near, near where we, we live wearing a Hellfire t-shirt. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it was from Stranger Things. It was from Stranger Things. Yeah, I was late to the party. It was very late to the party because myself <laughs> and my daughter had watched it. And then um, I, think I, got, I, think, I, I think the first series I watched was series three. And then we decided I needed to go back and watch all of it. And yeah. we tried to include Mr. N, and he was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not bothered, I'm not bothered. And then he was, he was going on about this. I can't believe I've just seen a kid wearing that. Wearing a naughty hellfire t No, it's not naughty, it's just a hellfire. I, I had to be explained to, and then I got it all. Yeah. So where do you have... Because obviously you do so many different events. I never realised how many different events you do. So where is it if people... Have want to find out about oh. all the bits and pieces that you it's guys offer. Oh, what's, website yeah, what's on is, page on the website? Yeah, the what's on page on the website has got everything upcoming, um, at least the near future listed at any one time. Um, so that's good. Um, there are one or two prods into the future on there and it fills out as we approach dates with uh, the various goings on and the different event organisers and musicians coming into us and saying they want this and they want that and uh, and we try to manage what they what they would like and what we can do against it. And uh, um, yeah, so the what's on page on the website... Um, there's also a lot of information about the club on the website. Fabulous. Answers a lot of the questions that people send us messages for asking. Um, and <laughs> is that the best place for people to get hold of you? Say, like for the for you know for the single guys workshop and everything. Oh, it's a good one. Yes. Yeah. If somebody yeah. wants to um, go to the live chat and send a message through, even if um, the um, the 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 other end of the chat <laughs> isn't um, available at the time, oh, it, it sends us it sends us um, a message and we'll respond to it soon. I think ask for your email address as well fill that in so then um, if your chat request isn't responded to you will get your answer shortly so then after we might be walking the dog so we can't yeah. always so with your permission then we could put your website address on our program and oh crikey well, you're yes. holding the, the spanking it, it got a little bit nervous there so. <laughs> <laughs> I did have to apologise to somebody that was in the kink room though because as usual and most people know my giggle seems to be quite infamous now um and even to the point where if i could be out shopping and if i giggle if anybody turns around and looks at me i'm like oh my god <laughs> they know me they know me and i had to apologize to some people in the kink room just say, i'm so sorry if you were trying to sort of get into like a really sexy mood and everything and now i'm sitting there giggling like a silly school girl have you not been in the female glory house yet no, I haven't. That will make you giggle. I ha- yes, I have seen it, but no, I haven't. Yeah, we had one lady on her birthday. Her and her friend were in there with a lot of cake, and they must have been there for two, two and a half hours. Yeah. Wow. They ate all the cake. <laughs> Um, that sounds ideal. Just taking my cake into this. And, um, uh, uh, yeah, it just meant that... Yeah, they were happy. Uh, they were well and truly yeah. fucked, both of them. Cake of the glory, oh, what more do you want? <laughs> I'll just add that to the to-do list. <laughs> yeah. 
Listen, guys, we, honestly, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us. You've been fabulous. It's a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> and just, just promise us you'll come on again. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, we can we could do something. It feels like the future, future, yeah. Tip the ice. Yes. You know, the, tip the ice. So much more really. to talk about. We have a lot of experiences. <laughs> um, we do have a lot of experiences. Yeah, some are quite terrifying. Um, <laughs> some were a lot of fun. Some are just bizarre. Yeah, some were odd. Yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. Because um, we do meet a lot of interesting people. That's the best. That's the best exactly. thing. Exactly, and I think that's the thing that we always say, don't we? About mm. you know when we, when we host our event, it's it's meeting all the different people yes. that you meet. We spend so much time chatting, and it's just so much fun. Mm. You know, it's such a broad spectrum of people. Yeah, with one thing in common that they're all dirty fuckers. <laughs> Everybody's dirty. Um, it's just some people are repressed. <laughs> So, it, oh, crack! It's a pretty sad life if you can't enjoy it. So, <laughs> so true. Absolutely. So and you true. only get one attempt, so you might as well dive in as deep as you feel you want to go. There's an old <laughs> saying where it says that nobody on their deathbed lays there going, I wish I'd worked a bit harder and earned more money. I'm looking forward to my next confession. <laughs> I'm a good Catholic boy. And, um, <laughs> I know the opening line is "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned." Um, hopefully, I can get through it all before he passes out. <laughs> I might have to make a list. Of <laughs> the best place to find out about Purple Member Club is from the website. Um, if you p- Drop Purple Member Club in Google, it'll pop right up. And um, we're also active on other social media. Uh, We've got a little following on Instagram um, and a little one on Facebook, quite a big one on Twitter. Um, And you guys on Discord as well? uh, Yes. Discord groups, that I think we've got our own one, and there are others that we're active in. Excellent. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you very much for coming. (laughs) Take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm going for a wee. (laughs) I'm going to race you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks.